and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about... My cat- phone went off. It's okay. Should we stop? No. Okay. <laughs> we have phones. Like, people accept it. I listen to podcasts all the time. People are a mess. And then I'm like, if we were just half this lazy, it'd sound terrible. You're right. But they're famous. Right. We're famous. Hey, y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about Captain Marvel leaving Neverland and Climax. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. I meant to watch Finding Neverland this morning. Leaving Neverland. Leaving Neverland. Have you ever seen Finding Neverland with Johnny Depp? Uh Uh-uh. You won't watch it because you don't go backwards. Right. However, when you were, your mom made me laugh yesterday so hard when she was like, we need to just pick some movies for Adrian to watch that we think like he'll, you know what I mean? And I was like, like culture. And I was like, he ain't ever watching none of that old mess. But anyway, Find Neverland, I don't care what you like or don't like about Johnny Depp, Mm -hmm. that he is great in that movie. And you know why? Because he's a normal human. What was that movie um, uh, where he was like a, a writer? Like, window, something window. The secret window. Amazing. Again, he was a normal human. Yeah. I just, I think I'm, after Pirates of the uh, Caribbean, Mm -hmm. Caribbean, I got over him being, like, kooky and, like, having orange hair Mm -hmm. like that. I just don't care for any of that anymore. It's, like, not interesting. He's not good at it. So it's, like, why? Yeah. I'd rather him just, if he's himself, I'm in. Yeah. If he's not, no, thank you. Exactly. I don't need to see him being Tonto. Right. Oh, that was so bad. How is that allowed? I know. Okay. How's your week been? Great. Anything exciting to talk about? We spent all day with my mom yesterday. Mm-hmm. She got a car, a phone, and we ate and had a good time. I disagree with you about those carrot cake things. The Madelines? They were good. I just don't like pumpkin. It Who's... was pumpkin, not carrot. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Who's what? I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh. Who's Madeline? That's what those are called. Why are they called that, though? I don't know. Don't ask me. Did you ever read Eloise at the Plaza? Mm -mm. Me either. I didn't really read that much as a kid like that. Um, Okay, let's get into it, eh? Okay. Oh, wait. I have something we should really be talking about. What? The extended version of A Star is Born. 12 minutes of extra footage. What did you think about the extra stuff? (laughs) Like I said to you, the 12 minutes they cut is proof that Bradley Cooper made that movie for himself. Because a lot of the stuff that they, like a lot of the, in, I would say, more impactful scenes that they cut were about Lady Gaga. The, here's the only thing, spoiler alert, he dies. Yeah. If um, The only thing that I thought was an interesting moment that he cut that like would have slightly made me think twice about the plot is the part where she's in the room talking to the people and he goes into the other room and is writing. Mm-hmm. He's writing the song at the end. The song at the end is about one of them being dead. Mm-hmm. So does that mean in that version, he was thinking about killing himself way before that guy came up. Yeah. Rest. I thought that was a moment that there were, I mean, honestly that they didn't need to cut any of that. I thought it was all great. The movie was still long regardless. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, 10 minutes would have made her broke it. Yeah. It was sweet. This touring stuff made no sense to cut. Mm-hmm. The part where she's singing it. But I understand why they cut the part where she's singing at the wedding. Because, like, they've already sort of done that part where she's sort of sitting there singing. And he's sort of just, like, looking at her. How many times can you do that? But 
he I also remember way back he said that he the thing he didn't like about the Barbra Streisand one was how much like it just turned into like a concert instead of a movie Mm -hmm. so he was trying not to do that and I do understand why he would trim some of the music yeah and you know on the version of the soundtrack with the cast that whole part about her like writing vows or whatever so I didn't even put two and two together that that was even cut out yeah because I I already heard it exactly yeah so um also so good yeah um, also, I thought it was, it's weird too, because like, Ness, a director's cut like mm-hmm. that, it to me is sort of like, that to me is where they're just trying to make money. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> because like, Green Book isn't going to come out with a director's cut where they're like, let's add an additional scene back in. Right. But of course, like me, Curry, the fan, I was like, yes. <laughs> like, it makes it, just as a reminder, like, this is a very commercial film. Of course. Like, for a very commercial audience. We want people to see the movie. And also, I said one week only, it literally didn't leave a single theater. So It's still playing. Oh, yeah. But I think I'm, I'm probably going to stop. <laughs> also, we've already used all of our things, and it's Saturday, so. Really? Well, if we go tomorrow, that's three. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Did you watch Housewives yet? No. <sighs> You're off all day, so maybe you can watch it today. I think I'll watch it tonight with Patrick. Okay, great. I'll just be at work. Um... The first thing we're going to talk about is Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is the newest Marvel movie with Brie Larson, Samuel L. Jackson, Clark Gregg, who's in it for 45 seconds. Jude Law. Jude Law, Annette Bening, who is not in the commercial, but is in the entire movie. She was in, I think, like the second commercial. Oh, I missed it. And who's the girl that like has the daughter, her friend? I'm telling you, that was like her first big movie. Okay, great. Um, so it's about... So basically, this movie comes in the 90s. It's supposed to be in the 90s, and it's very, like, tip- the only typical Marvel thing really about it was the 90s stuff. Mm-hmm. The music, when she crashes into a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Um, but it's about this woman who was a na- Navy pilot, mm-hmm. and she ends up in space. They, like, find her, and she goes up into space, and then she, like, is in space, and... Comes back down. You're asking the wrong person. Adrian slept the entire film. <laughs> and then halfway through, I felt like I was going to throw up. Yeah. I don't know that I really liked that theater. I kept having to sit up to see the bottom of the screen. Oh, well, I mean, it's because we were laying down. <laughs> I wasn't for most of it. You know, the guy so. beside me was taking the whole armrest, and I had a very large armrest. I was like, <sighs> that's why I always sit in the middle. I know. Okay. Um, anyway, that's not a good explanation. It's basically a prequel to, or it's like a movie to set up her being in the Avengers movie. Right. Here's what I'll say about that. It doesn't make sense to me that she is apparently such a grand character in this universe with, like, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, like, the one we're in now. But we've never even heard her mentioned, reference talked about one time mm-hmm. until now. Mm-hmm. That is very, like, fake. But... Of course, they'll pop her in, and it'll be like nothing ever happened. Just like Spider-Man. You know, he was gone the I'm whole time. You, it's too many universes, it's, oh, too it's, many it's stories. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. What I will say as far as like making a movie and storytelling goes, this movie felt like it came out 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of the old Spider-Man movies because mm-hmm. like the way it was written, they weren't like accepting that people who have brains could watch it. Mm-hmm. The plot was really bad. The writing was absolutely terrible. But it was saved by the fact that 
they're all everybody in that movie was fantastic like they're all fantastic actors mm-hmm. you know what i mean jude law is not necessarily going to be bad in something right. annette benning is not going to be bad in something and brie larson is great and very watchable likable um but mm, it didn't do it and also the scrolls or whatever the green people mm-hmm. they looked like they were from like one of the like, remember when star trek was on tv like in the 90s yeah. that's what it looked like yeah. like something that was made in like an hour it just i thought how is this but then again i felt the same way in avengers with what's josh brolin's name like Anos, the big purple one he is, looks yeah. i mean that looks like something we made yeah. like out of play-doh that doesn't look like something that costs millions and millions of dollars um, Maybe we're just not into superhero movies. We're not, but I can accept some of them are good. And like the Captain America movies are significantly better than like Thor. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> right. It was also weird too that they all have sort of taken on this form of like we're really funny, mm-hmm. really campy. Everybody has sarcastic one-liners, and then in this one, it was not like that at all. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson was Samuel L. Jackson. So like, of course, he was funny in mm-hmm. parts, and she had some like little lines or whatever. But for the most part, it was like oddly serious. Mm-hmm. I think that's what made it feel old and not like part of this world. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was fine. It made a ton of money. It's going to just... That whole Marvel is going to be forever. It made, like, almost $500 million worldwide. Like, 455 It's the second biggest ever. Wow. Which That's is amazing. just insane. That's good for Brie Larson. And, like, exactly. And crazy how much better it did than Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. But Wonder Woman was, like, such a cultural... Like, everybody saw Wonder Woman. It felt like everybody was talking about mm-hmm. it. Every influencer mm-hmm. on Instagram was posting about it, and this has not felt like that. No. But it just shows you. I'm telling you, people pick and choose. Yeah. Fanboys, mm-hmm. they will go. Mm-hmm. They Which is care. also really annoying to me. I don't even like this movie, but like, I'm not trashing online just because. Now that is nuts. That yeah. is absolutely nuts. Who is going online and writing negative reviews about something they haven't seen? Like, what do you gain you know my favorite phrase. What like what do you gain from doing that? Right. Do you sleep better at night? I think about like I lay in bed and think about bills and like yeah. zits <laughs> and like I need to shave tomorrow. Like I don't lay in bed thinking about like I really need to ding Captain Universe. Right. What was it called? Marvel. Captain Marvel. Every the whole movie I kept thinking about Captain Planet. Do you remember that show? <sighs> no. You don't remember Captain I Planet? Heard, I heard of it, but I never seen it. Weren't they gonna make that? With Leonardo? I don't know. Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, he was like in talks. I don't know. Where's Patrick? He needs to be Googling for us. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Do you have anything else to say? Mm, Is there going to be a sequel? I'm sure. There doesn't need to be. I do. There's like something satisfying about the thought that like once that Avengers movie comes out, this like goes away. But I know it doesn't. It does not. Because Spider-Man will have like five movies. Mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, whenever they resolve whatever with that guy, they'll have another movie. Yep. It'll all just keep feeding itself. But that being said, if that's the case, then I want Chris Evans in all of them. But he's not going to. Yeah, he's done. Bye. (laughs) I can't wait to see The Last Avengers, though, just to see what happens. But it can be boiled down to a commercial and I'd be equally satisfied. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's fine. Um, Also, you know, Game of Thrones is coming back and I just keep thinking, I'm going to watch the first episode and not know what's happening. Because I I have, it's been so long since I watched the last one. And I just have, you know me, it's like Orange is the New Black. I watch it for that week and then I put it out of my mind. Yeah, I put Game of Thrones so far out of my mind that now it's like, 
who are I don't even remember who these people are. I've literally only seen maybe fifteen minutes. It's not it's not really for me. But I like to watch it. I like to be a part of it and like I can accept that it's fantastic. But I usually have to Wikipedia it after and read what happened because I get lost. I do, I'm sorry. I'm just not intelligent enough. I am dumb. I really am not a smart guy. Sorry. Next, we're going to talk about Leaving Neverland, which is a new HBO docu-series about Michael Jackson and his sexual activities with children. It's two parts, four hours. And the Oprah thing is an hour. That's a lot. It was a lot. I broke it up, and also it's very heavy, so I had to, like, just for my, mm-hmm. like, chest, mm-hmm. I had to break it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I said that like it was phlegm. <laughs> I, you want to hear a funny story? I, like, thought I was going to throw up in the shower today. I just, like, my sinuses were being crazy, and I just, like, gagged, and I was like, I'm going to vomit <laughs> in the shower. At least there's a drain. <laughs> That's true. I didn't, thank God. But I was like, I, you know, I just, like, held my chest, I, like, pulled together. I was like, okay, let's not throw up. It's... I like throw up when I'm naked. Yeah, wet. in the shower. <laughs> I really do not like throwing up. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Okay, speaking of. Okay, so fi- Leaving Neverland, Finding Neverland. Leaving Neverland is about two guys, mm-hmm. Wade Robson, and I cannot remember the other guy's name. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I just choked. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I cannot god. get a hold of myself. This is going to be you on Wednesday in your interview. <laughs> Don't say that. Okay. So it's about, basically, it literally is about them, all the things that they allege, as Wendy Williams would say, happen. At Neverland. At Neverland. Well, no, it's just about like their time with Michael. Michael Jackson. They go a little bit, like very lightly, into their lives, a lot more with the Wade guy than the other guy. Um, because he had like some stuff with his dad that they sort of go into later and they, and then they skip, they don't go into their time. Basically they're not with Michael. Mm -hmm. So they skip like years at a time. It's absolutely fascinating. Regardless, here's the thing, regardless of irregardless (laughs) of how you feel about the situation, here's what I think is interesting about the whole thing, which we talked about in the car yesterday. It's fascinating to me that all these people have come out with allegations about all these people, and we are, like, immediately, like, kill Ryan Seacrest, Mm -hmm. fire him. Mm -hmm. R. Kelly, they took him off Spotify. We're never going to play him again. Like, all these people that people have come out against in the last, like, couple of years. But Michael Jackson, if you look on – because I looked them both up on Twitter just to see, like, if they were famous or, like, what – you know, because my – in my mind, too, what do these people have to gain from doing this? Mm -hmm. Nothing. Which is exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. All the things, though, on there are negative. Like, they're liars, they should be killed, like, all this the stuff like that. people accusing him. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, what makes it different for Michael Jackson than every single other person? Because all that's happened to him, I told you, is they took him off The Simpsons. Right. And some radio stations are not playing him. Yeah. I don't know. The fact but you that- think because of this documentary, there should be a sweeping... As harsh or a harsh. Well, what's the difference? I'm saying, what's the difference? Why are we not believing them, but we're believing everybody else? It just, it says a lot about his star power, I guess, Mm -hmm. is really the thing. And maybe like how culturally significant he's been. Yes. And again, there's, and there's a million like think pieces Mm -hmm. about like how to separate the bad person from their 
art, art. like Chris Brown or you know Woody Allen. Exactly. Yeah. Um, That's I was just talking to that about my mom with my mom. Yeah. Because like I'm like I love Blue Jasmine. You yeah. know what I mean? Which Woody Allen did. Yeah. And I have to think like there are still hundreds and hundreds of people who put so much hard work into that movie. Yeah. Do I then trash it because one person is disgusting? Yeah. What's different about Michael Jackson is that there is so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and it's also maybe because like I'm not invested in him, I can easily just erase him out of my yeah, memory. Yeah, me too. I don't know. It's tricky. It's really tricky. What I will say, like, obviously, I'm not here to sit here and say this is true, this happened, this didn't happen. What I will say is there's a Vanity Fair article mm-hmm. where they say here's 10 undeniable factual things that happened Mm -hmm. that are bad. Mm -hmm. So like regardless of how you feel about the documentary or about what these people are saying, there are like a lot of things that he did that we, anybody else that that happened in real life, they would go to jail forever and ever and ever. But because he's Michael Jackson, we've sort of allowed those things and just said, well, unless it gets into a bigger thing, we're just going to let it be. Yeah. I think in general it's, it's, Famous people in general have it fairly easy and can get away with a lot of stuff. Except for Abby Lee. (laughs) I mean, that is just sad. But it just goes to show you Michael Jackson literally throughout his entire life or latter chunk of his life. Yeah. Had these – I mean he was in court and like all these things. And they go into that a lot about basically as these boys got older, they he basically only talked to them when he needed them to like testify, to bring them up. You remember when people were like cheering outside for him? Oh, yeah. I mean it was crazy. And I get it. He's Michael Jackson. I mean, Thriller is a jam. Like, there's no denying that he was talented and... But do you think they should, like, stop playing him on the radio? I don't know. But it made, certainly made me feel differently about him. Yeah. I mean, I remember being little and watching him get acquitted of all those charges and being like, oh, thank God. And I was, like, 10. Yeah. But now looking back on it, of course, I had no mind then of what was going on. But, like, watching that documentary, there's no way you can watch that and think this is all a lie. Yeah. I mean, like, those people, again, what that guy, Wade Robson, has a great career, yeah. is rich. What does he do? He's a, He was the main choreographer for, for NSYNC and oh, Great Spears. He does a ton of stuff like Cirque du Soleil. Got it. Like, he has a career. Yeah. And... Yeah, so I mean, like, what does he, you know... In most cases, that's what I would say. If yeah. people, in any case, alleging something had happened, what, in most, yeah. like, what do you, what do you have to And do? they sued him, him a couple years ago yeah. for, like, $100 million. And did not But win. they didn't win, and they're still here talking about it. Right. So, like, and they're not, how much can they make from the documentary? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. $50,000. Like, right. he doesn't necessarily need that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I can't wait to watch it. It's very sad. And also, the ultimate lesson from it, and I'm not a parent, so I should not be saying this, but do not let your kids sleep with an older man that you don't know. That, I don't care how famous it is. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, who who is famous? If Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. came and asked to sleep with my son, mm-hmm. I, I'd be like, no. No, sir. <laughs> like, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> right. I, I understand being starstruck. I mean, I've been weak in the knees by many a people, but like... Was it a scenario, and I don't want to talk about this forever, because yeah. it really makes my head hurt. Yeah. Were they? Was he like paying the families and like taking care of them? Sort of, yes, but not from the beginning. Got it. They were just like... And the one mom says absolutely not, but then it like slowly happened. The other mom, the first day, he says they had only known him for four hours. And he says known them. Like we had, I'm saying in quotes, like he had met them for four hours. 
You know, somebody I know, I'll tell you after the podcast, I'm not going to yeah. name it on here, used to hang out at his house. I can't even imagine. But it was as a girl. Okay. So I don't think anything happened. Yeah. But she would hang out with them. We, like Corey Feldman said, you know, he mm. had, and he's been so active about saying stuff happened to him. So I don't think he would be like, this to happen and this didn't. Right. But he said, like, he was friends with Michael Jackson and nothing ever happened. Yeah. I can Same I with can, Macaulay Culkin. I can see how you can be hypnotized by that. Oh, I mean, he duh. lived in a man, like a huge yes. mansion, a ranch, or zoos, and exactly. roller coasters. Movie theaters. Exactly. Yeah. So I understand. And that's exactly what my friend used to say. Yeah. It's like, it's entrancing. Yeah. So I, I can see it, but obviously if you're an adult, you should not be – you should have a different lens into yeah. seeing how that's – Yeah, a seven-year-old, I get it. Yeah, exactly. It's wild. I don't know, but it really made me stressed out. And I was watching it at work, and I should not have been. So I apologize <laughs> for that. I, uh, that's fine. I don't need to get into it further. <laughs> Finally, we're going to talk about – do you have anything else to say about it? Mm-mm. I'm excited. I'll text yeah. you once I watch it. Yeah. Um, did you? Uh, finally, we're going to talk about Climax. Climax is A24's new movie about a dance studio in France because they're all oh yeah France. France. That's right. And uh, they do an. It's like basically an acid trip without their own doing. Without their own doing. So they they're having a. They dance at the beginning. It's like an ep- the best episode of RuPaul's Drag Race you've ever seen. I mean, I was literally my jaw was on the floor. And I that, my stomach is so loud growling. Growling so loud. I talk like Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it basically the first like it's it's wild, very weird movie. And so they're having a party, like a dance troupe. They dance for like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Then they have a party. They drink sangria, which looks like blood. Yeah. And, and it's, it's laced. With and it's laced with something. LSD. Exactly. And then it's like unravels. Yeah, a lot of the movie, I after thinking about it, is like, what were they hallucinating? What weren't they? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the challenging part of it is like it get they classify it as a horror movie. It's not scary. Literally at all. No. But, you know, I have to say, I only watched like 30 seconds of the trailer that you sent me, and it was only the VHS part at the beginning. Yeah. And so I, I really didn't know what to expect. Yeah. But then I thought when the at the beginning when the girl's like crawling through the snow, mm-hmm. I said, oh, is this scary? Mm-hmm. Fun. Mm-hmm. And then when I watched the movie, I was like, this isn't scary. No. But it's like bizarre. It's like shock value. It's literally an acid trip. Like a, an LSD. Is LSD acid? Yeah, I guess. Have I you ever know. done acid? Absolutely not. Yeah, I just I don't know. A lot of it's like what's happening, who who done it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Well, but really, gonna... it's so it's literally like an eternal strobe light. Yeah, half the movie is actually upside down. Yeah, and you just sort of are, and then it's like got the best like disco <laughs> like club, club dance, soundtrack music. ever. Yeah. yeah. And so, and it's pumping loud in the theater. That's why I said my ears hurt after leaving. It, the last, like, 20 minutes, I started looking around yeah. just to sort of see. And there was this girl, like, halfway down the aisle in front of us who had her hands over her ears. <laughs> <laughs> also, when the star was born, the woman on the same aisle with me had earplugs. She was at a concert. I was like, ma'am. <laughs> this movie's tricky. Not it for is, everybody. No. It's an experience movie. Yes. It reminded me of Mother. <laughs> I love Mother, first of all. Yeah. I... I liked this movie. I don't think I loved it. Yeah. I honestly don't think that there's anything to judge about this movie. Yeah. Like, it has 78 on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, and I thought, 
Like, how are you critiquing something yeah, like that? You just, it's an experience. If you want to see that kind of movie, if you're into that sort of like performance art exactly. experience, then this is the movie for you. I could see it being on like loop in a museum. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Or like clips of it. Oh, certainly. But have you seen any of the other director's movies, Gaspar Noé? No, I've never even heard of him. He makes like apparently very crazy, bizarre movies. And this worked. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of a music video. Yeah, of course. Which I think is the point. And the main girl is the, the, the mummy from The New Mummy. Yeah, and once you said that, I couldn't stop thinking about yeah. that. And what else did you say? That's the only thing I recognized her oh. from. I a, think she's in some A couple of those other people things. looked familiar, but I wasn't quite sure who they were. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's also set up very interesting. Like, the credits happen, like, 25 minutes into the movie and then, like, 50 minutes into the movie. Yeah. It's cool. It was cool. A very cool experience. That I'm glad I had, and I won't need to ever have again. And the majority of the people in the United States will never see it. Or but it is playing in Chapel Hill. No way. Yeah. This weekend I saw. Good for them. There's one boy I follow on Instagram and that I'm friends with from high school, and he goes and sees like these types of movies, mm-hmm. which I love. And he always posts and talks about them, which I love because I get to know what's playing elsewhere. Should we have him on the podcast? I don't think so i don't know i don't know if he listens to this he probably won't even know if i'm talking about if i am um our question do you have anything else to say no go see it if you can yeah and have just have a good time it was heavy yeah it is and it's also 9 30 right which i like an hour and a half oh yeah i like that and shockingly Um, stayed up to the whole thing and my second hot dog in a week I haven't had a hot dog in like five years and i've had two in a week that's not true i had one at fourth of july at your mom's didn't you get one at costco Oh, yeah. Isn't it wild? I paid $6 for that hot dog yesterday. I paid $1 for that twice as large hot dog at Costco. I know. Should we go there for lunch? Mm, I love Costco. Um, Our question of the week comes from Anna. She says, name every movie you've ever walked out of. That's the best question we've ever gotten. (laughs) She also said she had seen A Star is Born multiple times. I wonder if it's the Anna I know. Maybe. Hey, girl. Okay, I have to work backwards. Okay. Aquaman. Okay. Detroit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, very large spectrum of movies. And then I think the only one before that was, um, what's the movie that Gary Oldman won for? The Darkest Hour? No. The one before Tinker that. Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy? No, didn't y'all walk out of Nicolas Cage? Oh, yes. Mandy. And Mandy. Four. Which that boy from Chapel Hill had that in his top ten movies of the year. Tinker Taylor. Okay, here's the thing. My mom loves Gary Oldman. Yeah. Right, like, specifically from Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And he was doing a Q&A after. And we're like, we're not sitting through this. Mm-hmm. And left. And didn't even go to the Q&A. Didn't come back. Yeah. So those are the four. I think. Probably one or two maybe in high school, but I don't remember. Yeah. You don't walk out of movies. Huh? Well, now I definitely don't. But the only you? movies I've ever walked out of for, were for reasons. I left uh, Remember the Titans because my friends were seeing Charlie's Angels. And you wanted to see that. And so. I wanted to go hang out with them. And Creed. this is when I was trying to be popular, in quotes. Creed 2. Um, I walked out of Creed 2 because the people were smoking in the theater. Right. And the boy beside me was eating Panda Express. Right. And the girl on the other side was trying to fight me over the armrest. And she was like eight. <laughs> So I was like, you know, this just isn't a nice way to spend my evening. So yeah. I'm going to leave. So that I left. Yeah. And um, the only movie I've ever walked out of was the one with Seth Rogen that was a ripoff of Paul Blart. 
Oh, I didn't even observe and report. Oh. And we went left and went to see something else. We just went and said, this sucks. Can we see another movie? Mm-hmm. We had watched like 30 minutes of it. And the guy was like, yeah, I don't care. Because it's like the middle of the day. He didn't, right. We could have just walked into another theater. Are there movies that you wish you had walked out of? You know, there are sometimes when I think I've seen, like the Nutcracker, the new one. I thought I could leave at any moment. Because I was like trying to figure out a nice moment to go pee. Mm-hmm. And then I thought... I could pee the entire movie. Yeah. Like, this is not good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. My mom walked out of Solaris, that George Clooney movie where he was in space. Oh. I remember, and she was like, I left. It sucked. She didn't say sucked, but. Um, I'm sure there will be more in the future that yeah. we walk out of. I don't really like to walk out of movies. But, I mean, if it's bad, like, yeah. Acrimony, I could have walked out of. I don't need to see that. It's such a waste of time. Yeah, I do get that. Like, I'd rather be at home in my Johnny's. Yeah, I really do like movies. I know, me too. I don't know. Okay, thank you so much for your question, Anna. If you have a question, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Now, your song of the week. Mine is Scandalous by someone named Camille Trust. I know that we are only friends. But in my mind, I see other plans No, I don't wanna fall in love What's wrong with a little fine? I don't wanna talk about the weather It's too How'd you even stumble upon that? I tell you, every week, I go through Apple Music. Yeah. And you know, Apple Music creates a playlist for you of new artists. Oh. That's like curated on like things that you like and dislike. Because in the, in the songs, you can say like, play more like this or play less like this. Oh. So I do that constantly. You do... Uh, I know you don't use Spotify. On Spotify, they have those daily mixes. Mm-hmm. And when I've been hanging out, as I've hung out with people in the last like year, I've noticed a lot of people use those daily mixes. Mm-hmm. I literally can never use them. No. It's always like share. Right. Which like, I like Mamma Mia, yeah. the soundtrack, right. but like, I'm not trying to listen to like share. That's why Apple Music is like very intuitive. Okay, I get it. <laughs> Great. I also, just, I mostly just shuffle all of my songs. Yeah, me too. Well, yeah. actually, I mostly just listen to Reba. No joke. 99% of, t- well, I really just watch The Housewives. But if <laughs> I have music going in my car, it is Reba. That's unacceptable. Is it? She's fine. My mom responded the other week when after we did the podcast and said, I loved, in all caps, Adrian's song. What song was it? Ben Platt. Oh, good. And then like two hours later, aka 10 minutes, she said, oh, I like Reba's song too. I was like, mom. I love when Darlene's on my side. She Everybody's on your side in the whole world. Nobody's on my side. <laughs> um, my song of the week is It's Not You, It's Me by B. Miller. Anything you wanted, that's me, gave you everything you wanted. But I 
song's a bop she's i'm i'm she to me is like billy eilish that didn't happen but she can still happen yeah she oh yeah i mean she happened when we went to see her those people were screaming her lyrics like demi lovato oh <laughs> do you ever think th- about stone cold that video where all the people were screaming I stone can't. cold back I don't at her like that song what it's like her screaming like that, where it's like shrill but do you remember like, all the people screaming the words back at her yeah i do it's the best video of all time um, anyway, isn't it, and it doesn't matter, I'm not going to say that. Um, okay, great, it's a great song, period. <laughs> and I found it through Rob. Oh. Also, another thing I don't like about Spotify, while we're on this topic, is recently they've stopped putting, like, all the new releases in the new releases. Mm. So, like, a lot of people I have to, like, because just because I know they're coming out with music, mm. I go look it up, but, like, they're not on the page. Used to, I could always find, like, different stuff on the new release thing now it's like it's obviously paid like app like itunes wow. you know itunes only puts like the things that sony music are paying yeah. for on there maybe you should do apple music i don't think so then you have to start from scratch exactly like it just is i don't it doesn't matter and i have playlists and stuff like aka reba dolly <laughs> um brit nicole also my song of the week was going to be sarah Bareilles because her new song is like 100 a plus but since she was sold out in less than one minute and I can't get a ticket, I'm not going to. Don't listen to it. This week you are looking forward to... Tonight is the case against Adnan Syed on HBO. It's a four-part docuseries. Is it like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? No, I think it's every Sunday for like the next four weeks. Is it one hour? Mm Mm-hmm. I cannot do four hours again in a row like that. Watch this one because it's... Oh, I will. You don't have to listen to Serial, first of all. Serial is like 12 episodes. I won't. And it's a fascinating case about a girl who was murdered and a guy who allegedly did it. I love that. That's great. That's, I'm very much looking forward to it. Also, I still haven't watched the Lorraine Bobbitt thing. That's okay. It'll be on there forever. Um, I'm looking forward to Five Feet Apart. <laughs> Duh. But you had to cancel your ticket on I had Wednesday. to cancel my ticket on Wednesday. Which I was not pleased with, and I was, it really hurt my feelings. But I'll go on Friday alone, because no one else wants to see it except for me. And that's fine. I really cannot wait. I finished the book, and it was not a good book. But I thought this, you know, a lot of those movies, like... Who dies? I'm not telling you that. Patrick said the same thing. 
If y'all want to look it up, just Wikipedia it. Is that your stomach? It sounds like a thunderstorm. I mean, I eat breakfast, and I haven't eaten breakfast. And it's technically 1245. <sighs> no, 1045. No, it's 1145. What time is it? It's actually 11. Oh, yeah, so you're right. It's it An was, hour back. Yes. Okay. Um, and finally, your gooper. I just stuttered. Finally, your gooper of the week. I don't have one. I have one other thing to say. I was thinking about this today. Isn't it weird that it is, we, like, it is, <laughs> sometimes I really should not be allowed to speak. It is freaky to people when you have a hairy back, but people want you to have a hairy chest. Literally have never thought about that, and I detest you for bringing it up now. Isn't, I just think body hair is, I think bodies are fascinating. Like, what makes people pretty, what makes people ugly, what people like, don't like, and it's all, like, stuff that literally no one has control over. (laughs) I can't stop listening to your stomach. And mine's doing the same thing. Uh, My Goober of the Week is Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club because it's the worst show on television. I'm not watching it anymore. I probably will because it's almost over, but like it is actually very, very bad. I like garbage TV. It's worse than garbage TV. I and I it, like Lindsay. I root for her to have some grand comeback. This is not it. It's it's bad. It's embarrassing, and it is produced by people who are like seventy years old. The topics they talk about are so offensive to everyone that's watching it. It's so bad. I cannot believe that is on TV. <laughs> And it's bad. You're the reason why. I know. I know. My real goober is Alana because she go- uh, recorded an old episode of Top Shop over RuPaul. So I had to watch RuPaul bootleg <laughs> on watchseries.to slash unlock. Oh, you're going to get viruses. Oh, I'm amazed. If iPhone did not have virus protection, I would not have a phone. Like, it would break every day. It can still get a virus, I'm sure. It can? I'm sure. If someone's smart enough. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. Follow us on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez. Follow us on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at Yo, Adrian J. Gomez. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. Have a question for us? Email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.